everybody, this is Ty from the band Sink In. You don't care about us, though. You care about Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. All right, and uh, well, welcome to another week. I think, I'm not sure, don't quote me on this, but I think we're either at week eight or week nine of season two of Stay Tuned, Troy. Yeah, I, so. I haven't been counting, um, but uh, I can real quick. It looks like it's nine. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, wow. You know, it's uh, we're not that far away from being doing this for a year or so. Mm-hmm. Time uh, flies when you're having fun. <laughs> yeah, time flies during COVID, right? That too. Oh, right? my oh, my gosh. Yeah, this, is, this doesn't feel like it's ever going to end. No, it really doesn't. Um, but hey, I, Real quick, I just thought of something. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I want to throw a quick uh, congratulations out to my nephew, uh, Brayden. Um, he was part of the uh, the Lebanon high school basketball team that won um, the Lancaster Lebanon League yesterday. Oh, they so, won the Lancaster Lebanon League. Yep. yep. Wow. So now they move on to districts next round. So. Good for them. Yep. So, yeah, I just remembered that right now. Is, I don't know why that came to my mind, but, uh, yeah, it did. So, well, you know I was what? Watching the, game. I... the games are on YouTube. They, uh, they oh, okay. On YouTube. Yeah. So. I think it's been a while since Lebanon – has won it i i think so i mean they haven't been a powerhouse in basketball you know ever i don't remember and not only that they well, also since have a kid the, that quali- since sam bowie yeah. days yeah right and they also have a kid that qualified uh for states in wrestling as well griffin gonzalez wow yeah. and that's like the first since the 1970s i heard oh my gosh <laughs> So, yeah. All right. Well, hey, things are turning around in the Lebanon City School District. I guess so. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it I took mean, a pandemic before it happened. Yeah, exactly. I, I used to coach, <laughs> <laughs> I, I helped coach their baseball team back in the day. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and, um, and we actually turned that program around a little bit. In fact, I think it was like their best season in 20 years or something that year. I have uh, a friend that helps. Um, and I don't know if he helps with the school team or if he just helps with like the uh, the Legion teams. Oh, uh, Greg Kreiser, you know him? The name's not ringing a bell. Okay, okay. He, he helps coach a lot of the youth teams and stuff in that area. And um, he was an assistant coach on my uh, my nephew, the same nephew on his Legion team that uh, won states a couple years ago. Okay, do you remember that? I didn't know the Legion team. Yeah. the well, was it the ju- it might have been the junior legion? Probably the junior legion. Wow, they actually I think won so. states. I think it was. Yeah, they won states. Yeah. Good. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the uh, the fifth ward team. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. Yep. 
Well, I think it, that was a majority of the fifth ward team. They they combined them to move on to states or whatever with another group. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was the majority fifth ward team. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think that was like three years ago now. Okay. Yeah, people don't realize this area, you know, is very rich in um, sports. You Absolutely, know, it really yeah. is. I mean, uh, we we have some good baseball programs around. We have uh, we have some pretty good basketball programs, both uh, boys and girls. Um, yeah, wrestling's big in this area. Absolutely, yeah. And Between us and the Lehigh Valley, I think. Well, I guess Pittsburgh too. Yeah. But oh yeah. Those are the three biggest spots in Pennsylvania for sure. You know, this county, Lehigh County, mm-hmm. and um, out west, like Allegheny County and stuff like that. Yeah, and where we went to school at Northern Lebanon, I believe uh, wrestling. They've won. Uh, I want to say, I want to say like nine or ten straight uh, sections in wrestling. Yeah, it's it's been quite a while. Yeah, and. Uh, well, their head coach. Did you? I did you go to school with him? I did. I did. In I fact, thought so. yeah, I he and so, I yeah. he and I played football together too. And uh, okay, in fact, he and I played little league together. We were on the same team. Yeah. So yeah, I thought he was right around your age, Ruth. So. Yep. Yeah. He's. Uh, I think he's two years younger than me. Okay. Yep. But, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, when I went to school, um, was the year Jimmy Collins won states. Mm, uh, if you okay. remember him. Yep, I do. Um. So and he was man, he was a little squirt, but man, that guy was tough. Man, <laughs> I think he, I think, I think he won states at either one hundred three or one ten or something like okay. that. It was a really low, it was a really low weight class. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there's definitely some some good sports in this area, and uh, you like I said, you wouldn't really think about it, but there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, it's well, football too. Football in Pennsylvania in general. It's just yeah. ridiculously big. I mean, people don't realize the the product that comes out of here. Well, not only that, but think about this. Think about the Big Thirty Three football game that you know every year matches um, Pennsylvania and Ohio. Yeah. And when you think when you think of a lot of big recruits, think of you're thinking of Ohio because, uh, and that's where like Ohio State and Michigan pluck the majority of their talent. <laughs> yeah. Ohio, right? Okay, well, who are they playing against? Three? They're playing against Pennsylvania. Exactly. Okay, so I mean, and those games are competitive, so you got to be thinking there's a lot of you know good talent coming out of Pennsylvania as well. So, well, all you got to do is look in the Hall of Fame and and see what's coming from Pennsylvania. I mean, Dan look Marino, at the alone. yeah, Dan Marino, Joe Montana, Johnny Unitas, uh, you Jim know, Kelly, yeah, Jim Kelly. Uh, I mean, just the list goes on and on and on when it comes to like. Uh, Did you say Montana? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Joe Montana. I mean, jeez. I mean, and think about the '80s. It was always about Dan Marino versus Joe Montana. Um, yep. You know, and and here those both of those quarterbacks came from the the Pittsburgh area. Yeah, I mean, well, Jim Kelly with him, um, he he grew up out towards Pittsburgh. Yep. He was a big Steelers fan. Yeah. And um, he wanted to go to college at Penn State for for Paterno, but Paterno wanted him as a linebacker. <laughs> So, oh my um, gosh! I didn't know that. So that's went, interesting. So that's when he went down to the U to play football, to play uh, quarterback for the U. So. Yeah, isn't that? I mean, it's just amazing. Just uh, yep. the the talent that comes out of here, and then you know we've even had some local talent here in our area that's made it big for time. sure. So most definitely, I think the most infamous one in this area in regards to sports would probably be the Sam Bowie. You know, I would say so. Yeah, being yeah. drafted ahead of Michael Jordan and having to live up to that. Yeah, that's quite a 
resume there for sure. Um, <laughs> but he had a good he had a good career. It was just injury he did. riddled. Yeah, he had injury riddled. Yeah, I mean that's that was his biggest thing, and I think he's really big into horse racing now. He is. He is. In fact, yeah. he uh, he owns a he owns a horse farm out in Kentucky. So. Yeah, so he stayed out. In, well, I think he. I don't think he lives in Kentucky. I think he still has a farm out there, but I think he actually lives in Florida. Oh, okay. Um, but I think he has a stable or something in Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know so, he has. I know he has a farm in Kentucky. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, we got sidetracked there for a minute, but a I thought bit. it was worth bringing up. Yeah, it's all good. But yeah, you were uh, you came up with a pretty interesting uh, mystery clip to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you just want to play it and then we'll talk about it. Um, okay. But, uh, th- you know, this is a, a clip of uh, the lead singer of the band talking about a um, pretty historical event in music history, really. Yeah. And not just not just music history, but, uh, you know, probably even American history. And um, this is the lead singer talking about it 10 years after it happened. So if you want to cue that up, Howie. Yep, I will do that. And uh, here we go. Perfect night of my entire life, you know. Um a lot of friends that aren't are no longer here, you know. Um, a lot of families that are horribly devastated. You know, I, I, something I don't really like to talk about anymore. It's been almost 10 years, and no matter what I say, it's never going to make anybody feel any better about it. And sometimes it might make them even feel worse, so... I'd really rather not say too much, you know what I mean? Just out of respect for, for the people that have passed. You know? Every night, I pray for the families and, and for the people that lost their lives and the people that were injured, you know? It's not like something that I forget about. You know, this was a life-changing event for everyone, you know? Um, it's not like a day goes by and I don't think about it, you know what I mean? I, I, I wish... You know, I, I could put it away sometimes for a little bit, you know, but I can't, and I've tried, you know, just to, but then there's a part of me that, out of respect, you know, I never want to forget, you know what I mean? But, you know, I know how horrible I feel for losing some really close friends, and this is almost 10 years ago, you know? Um, I know how horrible I feel knowing there's a nine-year-old kid that was the son of my guitar players that will never meet his dad. You know, I can't imagine how people feel who, like, lost their wife, lost their son, lost their daughter, you know, lost their husband or whatever. I can't even imagine the depth of their pain. All right, and uh, we're back, and, uh, yeah, I mean, if you... That was Jack Russell. Yeah, uh, the lead singer of Great White, and uh, if you don't know what he was talking about, he's talking about on February twentieth, two thousand three, the Station nightclub fire, and uh, what did it end up killing? Um, how many did it end up killing there? Do you remember? Was I think it, it was like a hundred people. Yeah, hundred and then uh, two hundred and thirty injuries. Yeah, um, and if you ever a get a chance was, to watch that video, I mean, it is uh, it, it is jaw dropping. It is. Yeah. Um, but they even do like a little timeline of that video in regards to here's what happened 30 seconds later. Here's what happened yeah. 90 seconds later. And How like literally five yep. minutes later, the entire building was engulfed in flames. Yep. I mean, wow. Yeah, there was, um, 
you know, it, it was it was filled over capacity, over fire limit, um, which ended up having the the two owners that were brothers getting um, jail sentences out of it. Yep. And um, the manager of the band also was not to have pyrotechnics in there, and um, he ended up getting a jail sentence out of it. Hmm. And um, they all pled. You know, they all did the guilty plea or whatever, or the whatever they call that. Yeah, the, they pled guilty. The plea bargain. Yeah, um, because I mean, they—they they, not only did they know they were in the wrong, but they—they they just wanted this to be over with and try to let people mourn and get past all this because it was—it's just terrible. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this was in um, West Warwick, Rhode Island, and um, yeah, I mean, it's—I remember seeing this video for the first time, and I was just in all like I just couldn't believe it happened that quick and I couldn't believe mm-hmm. how people were just fighting like not fighting literally but fighting with but trampling you know, over new, people yeah I mean just trying to get out of the building and you just wonder like what you would hope if you were in a situation like that you'd be more calm to try to help get everybody out as quickly as you could but it's hard to say what you would do if you're in that situation you know yeah I mean there's a couple things to look at it's kind of weird like if for example, if you were in that kind of a building and it was a family reunion, for example, you know, there's a good chance you're going to do everything and anything to help your family out and and be the calm ones and and everybody's going to work together, but you're in a building with people you don't even know and uh and really, you know, when it comes to fight or flight mode, you're looking to mm-hmm. save your life. And uh, yeah. I mean, and unfortunately, I mean, it's a sad thing because, you know, a lot of these folks are suffering, suffering from post-traumatic stress even today. Absolutely. You know, yeah, and I saw, you know, we, we, we heard that clip from the singer there from 10 years after it happened. Yeah. And I saw an article online and you can certainly look it up if you want to. But even 17 years after it happened, this was published in, I think, 2020. Mm hmm. He's still, I think, I'm sorry, I think it was 14 years after. Okay. He was still going through therapy. Wow. Like, I mean, so this, yeah, this was terrible. I mean, they, they lost um, not only the 100 lives that were lost there, and one of them was the guitar player for the band. Yeah. And uh, his wife was three months pregnant at the time. Wow. So he never even got to meet his son. You know, and it um, just makes you wonder, too, like, how did he not make it out when the other band, right? the rest of the band yeah, made it Yeah, because they out? have their own they have their own entrances and stuff from the yeah. back and yeah you, you gotta wonder I, I don't know the story behind it I wonder if he tried to help people uh, I wonder point. if he just got stuck at a bad spot I don't know yeah don't know. who knows um, but yeah it was it's terrible and the ironic thing about this whole thing is there was um, the reason that there was even video footage of this is because there was a cameraman there for WPRI-TV of Providence. And the one owner of the club was also a nightclub reporter, was also a news reporter. Uh-huh. And he wanted something filmed about the safety of nightclubs. Yeah. Because just three days prior, there was a stampede at a club in Chicago called the E2 Nightclub where 21 people had died because Jeez. there was... Um, yeah, it's it's just crazy and ironic and whatever you want to call it that there's somebody trying to say we're doing things night safely, but they weren't. I mean, yeah. they were over occupied. 
They didn't have a sprinkler system. That was the like, thing that shocked me. I mean, here it is, 2003, and there wasn't a sprinkler system installed in that building. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and they said, obviously, if there was, it would have gave – I mean, it, it probably wouldn't have stopped the fire, but it sure. would have prolonged – um, it would have gave people enough time to get out. Yeah. Or at least more people, at least. You yeah. Know? But, uh, but yeah, <sighs> I mean, my gosh. And, uh, and I was telling you uh, earlier, too, that, you know, even like I've, I've worked at jobs, maybe even the one that I currently work at, where when we watch, uh, we have to, you know, watch these different trainings, like fire safety trainings and such. And, uh, and, I, and they even use this particular nightclub as an example. Uh, when they yeah. started talking about occupancy and so forth, and uh, it kind of got me thinking too. Have you ever gone into like a like a nightclub and where there was a band playing and and it was just like shoulder to shoulder crowded? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know I have. I, I yeah. one. I mean, one in particular comes to mind, and and I remember and this was before they were famous, but uh, me and my friend were in Pittsburgh and we walked into this nightclub and Train happened to be playing on stage. And mm-hmm. uh, and I remember like being shoulder to shoulder with everybody and I'm thinking, there is no way this is at occupancy or, you know, it's got to be above occupancy. You know? Right. And, if, and, and now that I think about it, man, if a fire broke out, I, I don't know that I would have been able to make it out. It would have been like... Right. Yeah, it would have been fight of the fittest, where you're basically you're you're hoping to stay upright. Yeah, much, you know, much yeah, less. If you get pushed over and down on the floor, you ain't getting. Back oh, up. you're done. You're done. I mean, if you don't get die by getting stamp uh, trampled, <laughs> then you know you're, you're gonna you're gonna be hurt and not be able to get out anyway. Yeah, and and here's another sad part about that fire that we were just talking about. Um, it was not even the worst fire in that area. <laughs> You know, know, it was or the the worst um, travesty, you know, death and so forth. It was the second, right? Yeah, and, the uh, second in the in the New England area. Yeah, yeah there was. Um, yeah, I forget where we found it here earlier, but uh, oh, here it is. There was one. Um, was it in Boston? Yeah, here. It yeah, is. it was in Boston. The Coconut Grove Fire, Coca Coconut Grove Fire yeah. in Boston, Massachusetts, and that killed um, four hundred ninety-two people. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yep. And it was the fourth now, largest in the history of the United States in regards to fire and um, death. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm hoping, you know, after that incident, a lot of regulations were made. Um, yeah, well... But even like you said, like, you know, I don't, I don't know when you went to see Train there. That would have been what? That would have been before this, probably, right? Pro- yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, let me think. Um, no, it was probably after this, come to think of it, because it was the same weekend that the, oh no, no, it would have been before that. No, I'm standing correct. It was, it was right around 99, 2000, 99. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I don't know, you know, how, I don't know how fire codes were back then. I don't know how they, I don't know if they checked occupancy, that type of thing. Um, I would hope they do that now. I would um, hope so. And you know what happens, unfortunately, with a lot of things like this is something like this happens. We say we need to take measures to make it better. We do. We're more cautious of it. Mm-hmm. Then we get lazy. Ten years later, <laughs> ten years later, 
you get lazy, like you just said. Yep. And something has to happen again in order for it to be brought to attention again. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that's not the case here, and hopefully protocols are being followed, which obviously right now they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I mean, yeah, they're they're put in place, but think about it. Like if you have a pay at the door, there's a lot of times people are just letting people in. You know, yeah. the folks who are letting people in, they're not invested in company policy probably as much as other people might be, you know, right. like the owners or whatever. So who's keeping yeah. count of who's going in and how many? So I bet you it still happens today. I'm sure it yeah. does. That's a good point. They had, How do they know? It's not like they have turnstiles at the door. Yeah. I mean, you can have counters and such, uh, but but even so, that's kind of a generic way of... Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, it's um, like, you know, if you if you get a chance to, to check out that footage, if you, you know, if you can stomach it, um, mm-hmm. it, it's pretty intense. It's, it's crazy to think that people had to go through this and... You know, maybe you got out, but your buddy didn't. Or, yeah. You know, and just, uh, I can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. Right. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I'd be curious to hear what, like, like if we were to talk to the owners today, you know, what would they say? <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's pretty sad. Um, so, yeah, um, that was the the station nightclub fire and um we wanted to try to end this on a more positive note (laughs) yeah please so we're gonna we're gonna play a clip of their their big hit um once bitten twice shy and uh yeah i was just yeah go ahead troy um i was just gonna say you can hear that whenever you know at the at the end of our our clip here yeah and uh i mean you know if you didn't grow up in the area i'm sure or if you didn't grow up in In the the era, era yeah um, yeah. I'm sure you're going to recognize this song. You know, this is one of their, it's, it's kind of like when you hear great white, you know, the, the band great white and you're not from the areas or the, uh, era, you know, you're probably thinking, what the heck, who are these people? Yeah. And then all of a yeah. sudden you hear the songs like, Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and little, and, and you and I were looking into this a little bit and, um, I thought I remembered it being a cover and it, and it is, and it was originally done by, um, a guy named Ian Hunter. Yeah. And, um, yeah so and if you listen to it oh my gosh it is kind of funny it it sounds almost identical yeah and um not only does it almost sound identical but it's like um it's it, it's almost word for word identical it just it's almost just slowed down a little bit mm-hmm. so. yeah it's the 70s versus the 80s version and you know what now that i think about it it's only like 10 years later that they kind of uh yeah yeah somewhere in that range, brought it back know, maybe, 15, maybe 15 at the most yeah, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, it's kind of... So, yeah, let's play that. All right, yeah, so uh, here's uh, Once Bitten, Twice Shy by Great White, and then uh, we'll be back after um, this video or this clip and uh, message. Can't remember when you got to last meet 
And uh, we're back, and uh, you were just listening to the MASH theme song. And uh, Troy, you found this one uh, in this day back in what year again? It was 1983. Wow. They just closed out their 11th season of the MASH TV show. And uh, my gosh, that brought back a lot of memories for me. You know, that was... uh, I grew up watching that every, well, every week when it was on, and... uh, yeah, it was cool. And I was telling you even before we started recording, you know, that uh, there's a picture of me somewhere. If I find it, I'll post it. But a uh, picture of me somewhere in my mashed pajamas uh, playing on the floor with like like figurines and uh, and whatnot. <laughs> I, was, funny. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know they made mashed play sets. So yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and I think we talked about this last week because uh, you asked if I ever had an interest in the military. You know, mm-hmm. and it even makes me wonder why wasn't I interested even after? Because I would yeah. always, I would always play war, and I would always uh, dress up in like military uniform or something and play. So I'm actually a little shocked that I didn't. You watched uh, Mash. Yeah. Well, played with your Mash toys. If Mash was anything like real life military. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have uh, enlisted. In fact, I'd still be enlisted. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. So yeah, in nineteen eighty, this was the final episode, and it was and, what the most um, watched ever. And in fact, I think it's even still up there as one of the most watched ever. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, the episode was called "Goodbye, yep. Farewell, and Amen." Yeah. And uh what 2 hours long? I was that I believe it was. I believe it was. I actually have the final season of the DVD and such. In fact, I have all of them, not to sound like yeah. a nerd, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we hit your nerd spot here. Yeah, you you definitely did. Oh my gosh. And uh I know a lot about Mash in a weird way, I guess. Um mm-hmm. in fact, the uh I don't know if you know this, but it it originally was a movie. Oh no, I didn't know. That. Yeah, it was originally a movie, and uh, and I think the guy who played Radar, uh, he was I think the only person, if I'm not mistaken, he was the only person or one of only a couple that played in the movie as well as the TV show. Oh wow! Yeah, um, and the movie was not anything close to what the TV show was like, in my opinion. The movie was kind of I don't know, I didn't like it. I couldn't watch it. So, um, but yeah, the TV show was hilarious. It was, it was that a lot of that innuendo type of joking almost reminds me. You ever watch Three's Company, where yeah. you know they have all that innuendo stuff going on? Uh, but yeah, Mash was a lot like that, and it had a lot of the slapstick comedy, and um, you know had Jamie Farr who played uh, Klinger in mash you know he was always dressing like a woman trying to get out of the army and uh and and i guess what's really ironic about this show is um you know Klinger, who who was always trying to get out of the army he was actually the last person to leave the country when the show ended he was like he ended up finding somebody like he ended up uh finding a girl that he fell in love with and uh and she wasn't able to leave the country yet so he ended up staying after the war <laughs> which was kind of ironic but uh but yeah this was based around the korean war correct yeah the korean war okay. it was uh, a lot of you hear a lot of like 1955 talk and such 
So and uh, yeah, of course, Alan Alda. You know mm-hmm. this. I mean, this made him a household oh, yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely the main character. Uh, and uh, Alan Alda, um, uh, Loretta Swit was the other one. She was there from the start. You know, from mm-hmm. from season one to season eleven, and. Uh, not too many people actually in fact i almost think it might have been just those two that were there from season one to season 11 now that i think about it and i'm actually looking at this as we're speaking i'm looking at some facts and stuff here and it shows alan alda listed as a writer as well oh yeah he did a lot of the writing executive producing uh yeah yeah he was uh he was a main component of this show for sure so and there was a lot of jealousy. I think his original co-host, um, the guy who played Trapper, I think there was some jealousy between the two because originally he was supposed to be the main star, and then Alan Alda kind of overtook it with his personality and such to the point where they started writing more things with him in it, and mm-hmm. uh, and it kind of took off to the point where he Trapper, the guy who played Trapper, kind of parted ways and went his own route and uh boy was that a mistake yeah really <laughs> so it's yeah, almost really. like that guy from american idol that that co-hosted with uh, ryan seacrest um do you remember that oh yeah yeah there wasn't there was two co-hosts yeah You're right I do yeah know. and that guy left because he wasn't like the spotlight you know it's like boy was yeah. he stupid <laughs> yeah now like every like ryan seacrest is like on everything now yeah he is yeah, he is. But yeah, MASH was a, oh my gosh, it was a, and I, and I think it holds up to time. Like, you know, obviously that show started in the 70s and, and continued on into the 80s. But I think it holds up to time because it was set in an, here, I'm going to say this word again. It was set in an era <laughs> where, um, <laughs> you know, where it was set back in 1950 you know in the 1950s during the korean war so everybody was dressed already before that timeline so um it still holds up today because that's how they're supposed to look right you know on this tv show yeah they were they were already you know behind Mm -hmm. in times on the show because what this this started filming in what like 72 um, so eighty three was the last episode, so one eleven seasons. So yeah, yeah, seventy two. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So yeah, so seventy two. So this is twenty years after the Korean War. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and so. Uh, and it was you know it was in the height of uh, the Vietnam War if you think about it. Yeah, it sure know? was. So it's kind of weird how you know what in today's day I don't know that they could do that. You're probably right. You know, can you imagine like all the sensitive um, people out there that would be like, oh, no, we can't have a a show about war when there's a war going on. And mm-hmm. yeah, oh, my gosh, you probably yeah, have a ton of protests. Right. And, and not only that, but I'm sure. I mean, I, I've never really sat down and watched a full episode front to back of MASH. I, I know what it is. I know who some of the characters are. I know who some of the actors are. Yeah. But I'm sure there was probably content in there, as there is in a lot of old shows and movies that probably would be deemed um, unsuitable for today's audience, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. So yeah. true. Now, was That's there right. a show when you were growing up that you just... I, I guess it was Saved by the Bell for you, if I had to guess. Um, As a kid... Yeah, I mean, as a kid, I mean, yeah, that one would pretty much took me up until high school. I would say. Okay. Um, 
in elementary school, I can remember. I remember Alf. Oh yeah, Alf. yeah, I remember Alf. I remember, oh my god, Alf. <laughs> um, and I remember um, Knight Rider. Yes, yes, that was okay. a fun show. I got to see the um, Knight Rider car in Tennessee. It was in the Stars Cars Museum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool to look in and look at the controls and how outdated they look today. Now, did you ever know? And I, I only found this out a couple of years ago, and it still fascinates me to this day. Do you know who the voice of the car was? No. Do you remember Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World? Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? Was, yeah. Uh, Will, Billy, Will Danielson. Oh, my Will gosh. Danielson, I, his name? I did not know that. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That yeah, is too from, funny. Uh, the, car, the car's name was Kit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I'm pretty sure his name is William Danielson. Okay. Uh, I'm not... I could be wrong. Uh, now, see, when I was a kid, the big shows to watch, like car shows, was like Dukes of Hazard. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah. Now, I didn't watch that too often, but I know exactly what show you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there was another one. I don't know if you'll even know this one, but uh, The Fall Guy. I don't know that one. Okay. Uh, that was kind of cool. That was kind of, you know what? That was kind of, I think it was kind of like a bounty hunter type of show where the guy was always having to look for somebody and, uh, um, yeah, it was. Oh, pretty... I, I just thought of another one. Uh, by the way, his name was William Daniels. Not oh, William, William Danielson. Da- okay. Yeah, you're William thinking Danielson. of Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> and uh, he's actually 93 years old. Oh, he'll be 94 my. this year. Okay, yeah. so he's still around. Yeah, March March 31st, he'll be 94. Sweet. Um. So anyway, um, the other show I was thinking of was the A Team. Oh yeah. I remember that. Um, I yeah. remember being in Cub Scouts. It's kind of funny because, uh, and I th- and I want to say I forget what day or what night the A Team aired, but I remember like when we would have like Cub Scout meetings. Um, mm-hmm. The person that was in charge of the meetings, he would always make sure that the meeting ended fifteen minutes before, <laughs> so that he can get home and watch the A Team. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And can you can you imagine like in this day and age, there's like nobody even thinks about that type of stuff because there's DVR. I know, I know. On demand. I couldn't even tell you what my favorite shows, what days they air because of DVR. I know. You know, I they know. just pop up like, oh, yeah, you know. Yep. yep. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's that. And uh, another one that just came to my mind, this is this is fun reminiscing old, yeah, old TV is. shows, was uh, Airwolf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, that guy he's he's no longer around. He's no longer oh, with really? us. Oh, really? Okay. Um, the guy who starred in it. Um, um, I just remember that theme song. I always loved that theme song. Yeah, yeah. And the helicopter just pops out of nowhere. Yeah, I know that was a fun show to watch. So, yeah, that was a Jan Michael Vincent. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he's no longer. Oh yeah, he died in 2019. Yeah, you're right. Uh, he had he a lot was, of drugs. Wow, he was problems. 74. 74. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize he would have been that old. I didn't Jeez. either. But yeah, he had a lot of issues. He had a lot of drug and alcohol issues. Um, um Yeah, yeah so there was there was some decent TV shows back then and I, it's kind of cool to look back and and think like um if these TV shows were around now Mm. how much better they'd be. Oh, um, I know. Because of all the, the the graphics and everything that you can do now that you couldn't do before. Like, just think about, like, Airwolf or something like that. You're trying to film, like, these crazy helicopter scenes and whatever else, and 
And you can just you blue just screen it now or green screen. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It would be so much better in today's era, you know. And and you you do see a lot of shows making reboots. I wonder if ever those, any of those will ever come back, you know? That's a good question. Uh, I can tell you Duke, Duke's a Hazard will never come back. Right. <laughs> um, Unless it's a different car, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I I could see a show like Airwolf coming back. It would be kind of a absolutely cool, or oh. even another night. Well, Knight Rider tried to come back. I don't know if you Knight remember Rider tried that. to come back, and so did MacGyver. Oh, that's right, that's right. MacGyver, I tell you, I tried to watch that. I couldn't get into it. The new one, yeah, yeah, same yeah. here. And um, I just, oh. that, that old one just boggled my mind all yeah. the time. Like, <laughs> this guy's trapped in a little cave or something. Hey, he's and got he has a, a battery, an eraser, and a pencil, and, and chewing gum. Out. <laughs> it's always chewing gum. It's like this will make a stick here, and it's like, and then then this wire somehow makes the whole building explode. I don't know how that know. happened, but I know it's crazy. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, but um, I I saw something where they're doing the Punky Brewster remake. Um, I well, I can see that because the uh, the main character is very relevant. Oh yeah. Um, um what is her name? Uh something moon uh what is her? Solil Solil Moonfry. Yeah. Is that who that was? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Solil Moonfry, that's who it is, yeah. And what what do you mean she's relevant? Is she on something else right Well, now? she's or... relevant in the fact that like she's still she's still in tune. I think she's been in different um shows or she's been responsible for doing some shows, whether it was producing or whatnot. But there's oh, okay. some there's some relevancy there. I've I've heard her name pop up before recently. So interesting. Yeah, who was the girl that um, she she star she was one of the stars on um, Big Bang Theory, and now she has another show out. Um, but she was also a kid actor. Is it Kaylee Kaylee Cuoco? No, no. Well, her too. But um, but the one that played um, oh, what's his face? Um, Oh, Blossom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. I, know, I don't. I can't think of her name. But well, uh, I don't know why I can't think of her name either. Uh, but yeah, is she, her real name? She, um, she's obviously still relevant. I could see. I can even see like a Blossom reboot, you know, because of yeah. her. I don't even know how to pronounce her name. I don't. I don't, I don't think I ever knew this was her name. Mayim Bialik. Oh yeah, Mayim by Alec, yeah. Okay. Yep. I never knew that was her name. Yeah. So interesting. That's a different name. I wonder wonder what that what that origin is, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Good question. Good question. Um yeah, I wonder if her parents have some sort of other uh nationality or something in their almost sounds kinda like a, a Polish name of some sort, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Um, I think I think I am seeing something that she has a Jewish background. So okay, yeah, that would could have sense. some. Yeah, um, could have something to do with that. Yeah, and and I think today's uh, today's generation is really missing out on what we got to experience because you really made sure that you were home at a certain time I know, to watch I know. certain shows because if you weren't, you missed them. You yeah. know, and that unless was that. Had, unless you had the luxury of a VCR and recorded it. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even that wasn't the same either, though, because like, no. 
the VCR recordings were never really that good. <laughs> they were always, always grainy. Static. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, people today's generation, I they don't under they don't get what Saturday morning cartoon day was. You know. Oh, that was great. That yeah. was the best. That was the best. And you were talking earlier about how you were into He Man. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I watched that too, and uh, that was always fun. Um, Smurfs. Smurfs. Uh, there's a show, I bet you won't even remember this uh, cartoon. It was called Black Star. I don't remember that one. Yeah, it was kind of, it was almost like the generic version of He Man. And, uh, oh, really? Yeah, it was. <laughs> but I always liked watching it. And, um, and it always had this guy who was like the big muscle bound guy. And then he had a sword. And he even had a, um, I think instead of a tiger like He Man had, he had a pet dragon. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I I don't know why, but I always got into that show for some yeah, reason. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, right. It, it does look like a knockoff He Man. That's exactly what it looks okay. like. Okay, yeah. That's... Did he, was he just a normal guy and then transformed into this? I you know what? Or... I'm trying to remember if he was or not. Um, yeah, I don't remember to be honest with you. And then uh, and then of course you remember when He Man transformed into. Like not transformed, but the show transformed oh, yeah. into the She-Ra off brand and he had She-Ra. Yep. And uh you know, after She-Ra came out, it wasn't too long after that that He Man went down the tubes too. Like it all kind of went together. Yeah. Um Wow. But yeah, that that was definitely my favorite cartoon as a kid. That and the Ninja Turtles. I was a big Ninja Turtles. Oh, uh, you know, I never got into Ninja Turtles for some reason. That was probably a little bit after your kid phase. Yeah, probably. You know? Because I think that was probably like eighty seven ish or something like that when they came out. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, Somewhere it would have been there. ninth or tenth, ninth ish. Yeah, so you're kind of a little bit out of that cartoony yeah. stage at that point. Yeah. yeah, and I probably wouldn't want to admit that I was if I was. <laughs> so <laughs> well, that was like that was like me when um I remember my sister, you know, she's about six years younger than me. Okay, and she was really big into like um the Power Rangers oh. and um captain planet and stuff like that oh when yeah she was a kid and then me like i'm like you know now i'm like you know right right the stage of being a teenager or something like that uh-huh. like, these shows are stupid <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah i'm too big for this and then as they walk yeah. away i'm watching it yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, i don't i don't really think i ever did watch those shows either though honestly okay um, i think i saw her watch i think i watched captain planet with her for a little bit wow um but that was about it um Huh. Yeah, once I, once that era went went by, like I don't really remember too many other good cartoons or anything after that. I don't either. I don't either. Um, I mean, I guess the kids nowadays would feel differently, you know, because mm-hmm. they had like Spon- I mean, until SpongeBob came. Really, yeah, you know, SpongeBob right. SpongeBob was the next big one, really, that I can remember. Well, I also and The Simpsons, I guess, if you want to count them. Oh yeah, The Simpsons too. But that would have been that would kind of would have been our era too. Yeah, you're really. right. You're right. They've been around forever. In fact, yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but the Simpsons originally started on the Tracy Almond show. I didn't know that. Yeah. Do you ever, do you remember the Tracy Almond show? I do. Yeah. They I would do. do little skits, like little clips of Simpsons shows during mm-hmm. that. And then, uh, and then it took off pretty big, obviously <laughs> to the yeah. point where, um, still it still day. is to this day, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it was, it started out on Tracy Almond. It's the longest running episode ever, isn't it? It has to be. Point? It has to yeah. be. Yeah. Episodic show. I said, Shay. yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I'm pretty sure it is. 
Hmm. Well, hey, here's another good one, and I don't know if you ever caught up on this. Um, if you ever, if this was your era or not, per se. Okay. Beavis and Butthead. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember okay. MTV. Yeah. Now, see, I didn't remember. See, because that would have been pretty close to you probably being in college by that point, though, wouldn't have it? Um, what year was that? Jeez, I gotta think that was at least ninety four, three. Okay, well, yeah, it would have been my college era. Let's let's see if I can look it up here real quick. For some reason I thought Beavis and Butthead. Ninety three. Okay, 93. yeah, so yeah, right at my first year in college, basically. Yeah. So oh that's my. so that's what I'm saying. I didn't know if that hit with that older college crew or not. Yeah, as, yeah, you know, I remember as. as as middle school junior high guys, we were like, oh, this is great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, in fact, I if I'm trying to think if they originated in, um, like, if they were based out of, like, Colorado area. I don't know why I want that? Beavis and Budhead. The, the show itself? Yeah. I don't know if it was set from in that era, area or not. That's a good question. I never really thought about that. Yeah. For, um, I don't know why Colorado's coming to mind on that, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I'll look that up as we're, we're speaking here. But yeah, yeah, I remember my my one friend and I in high school, we were so in to Beavis and Butthead yeah. <laughs> that we started we started writing our own shows. Did you really? We did. <laughs> and I, I wish I could find them. Um, you know I, what? I if know you can find are. them, we can reenact one. <laughs> on this on this podcast if, if they're appropriate <laughs> <laughs> well we can uh, clean it up a little bit we, that's true that's true um i see somebody saying highland texas okay okay yeah I, I don't know why i was thinking colorado but yeah that's not too far away yeah but, um or maybe um oh what is the other show where the King of the Car- Hill. Huh? No, not King, King of, the, of the, Hill. the Hill, but even before it was like uh oh my gosh. I, I, I'm I had the picture in my head, but I can't think of what the show is called. And I almost think it was another MTV cartoon where okay. South Park. South oh, Park. South Park. That yeah. was Comedy Central. Yeah, okay, yeah. that was Comedy Central. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that is Colorado. Yeah, maybe that's right. what I was thinking. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Colorado. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, so, yeah. There's a, there's another one that was a, you know, and and I, I don't think it was that long ago that that stopped running, right? Or, or is it still running? Um, I don't think it was that long ago. I don't think it is still running, but I, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I know. Growing never, up too, my favorite cartoon um, to watch was Spider Man and Friends every Saturday morning. Um, they would have Spider Man. Uh, Firestorm, which was the female uh, person who can create fire, and an Iceman, mm-hmm. and yep, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun watching cartoons and Saturdays. Crazy. Yeah, you, you got me. Yeah, you got to remember an X Men that was in there too. Oh yeah, X Men that was a good one. Huh. Um, in fact, that's the whole reason I became a Michigan Wolverine fan. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's too funny. Yep, that's probably He's why. Like, oh look. <laughs> These guys are named after an X-Men. Yeah, that's probably why Tom Brady went to Michigan. I'm sure. He, he, he wanted to be an X-Men. That's right. That's right. Oh, Soon wow. he'll have that many Super Bowls. Yeah. Yeah, right? I wouldn't be surprised. 
So, so yeah, so I think we went down that rabbit hole far enough. I but, think um, so. It was, it was it was fun reminiscing though. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, kind of, and, and it's kind of amazing. Like when you think about it, because I I didn't have the greatest of childhoods, but my gosh, you want to talk about a way to escape? Uh, yeah, it was absolutely. it was those TV shows, it was those cartoons, it was you know that that was kind of you escaped reality for that half hour or hour, depending on what you were watching. And, uh, and even the classics that you thought would never die that you don't see on TV anymore, like Bugs Bunny and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. You think about Bugs Bunny. That was from the fifties and sixties. Absolutely. You know, still big in my day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know. In fact, did you see there? I could sit sit down and watch that and even like sit down with my dad or whatever and watch that. And we'd watch it together. Yeah. He was entertained by it. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I know. Um, Yeah. What was the, there was another one too, that kind of trying to think of it, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it was just Looney Tunes. Yeah. Looney Tunes in general. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Roadrunner. Oh, um, Tom and Jerry, I guess they're coming out with a movie. Oh yeah, that's right. There is a movie. Yeah. Yeah. If it didn't already come out, it is, I think it already is out actually. Oh, okay. I don't know. I thought I saw that, uh, on my TV. Because I know, like, in, in Pennsylvania here, theaters are only allowed 10% right now. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how that is nationwide. But, um, you know, luckily, if you have, like, a cable provider or a streaming service, you're able to mm-hmm. uh, buy the movies and, and rent them that way and watch them. Oh, you know, okay. I did like, not I know think, that. I think they're, like, 20 bucks, um, But okay. it's still less than you'd pay if you go to a theater. <laughs> Heck, yeah. Well, especially if yeah. you're having a family with you, you know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you're sitting down with your family to watch, you know, a movie, <laughs> you're you're looking at, what, at, at least at least 30 bucks just for the tickets, yep. right? And then, you know, snacks and whatever else. I mean, it's, it's at least a $50 expense to mm-hmm. go to a movie with your family, you know. Oh, my Here gosh, you can yeah. sit at home and order one and, you know, 20 bucks. You know yeah. What I mean? And it's the same one that just came out in the theater. You know? Now, what do you think about all these different streaming services? I'm really getting, I'm really getting tired of like something pops up and I'm like, oh my gosh, this looks great! I can't wait to watch it. And it's you like now streaming it. on Peacock yep. or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, you know, and it's like, it, oh it, come on. It's tough because it, it's almost it's almost double edged sword, right? Because mm-hmm. for years and years and years, people always said with cable companies or satellite providers, well, I don't watch all those other channels. Why can't I just pick the ones I want? You know? Yeah. Well, now you kind of can. Yeah, the true. streaming services, you know what I mean? But you're going to pay for each one that you want. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, you're going to so actually pay for maybe, it. Maybe it has people thinking, well, maybe it wasn't so bad paying one big price for everything, <laughs> all those channels. Instead of having to pay six dollars for these three services and mm-hmm. three dollars for these two, and do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, most definitely. Most so, definitely. Um, yeah. So I don't know what that'll do. I, I do think that live TV per se um, is really going to start to be a thing of the past. And I, th- I really, and I've said yeah. this for years now, but I think the only things that are going to matter live anymore are Our news. Sports. And sports. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Yep. Um, and I mean, even, even the sports, I mean, even news really per se, you can, you know, if you don't catch that right at six o'clock, big deal, you know, yeah, you go right to your phone. Right. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. Or go right to your phone. You're right. Yeah. So, you know, now that I think about it even more after just, you know, us bringing this up right now, I mean, really other than sports, what, what does need to be live? 
you know maybe the weather yeah maybe so but even that is like you know it pops up on my phone every time there's something major coming through so yeah if you're if you have an app or something like that like it'll tell you hey winter storm warning blah 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 yeah Eight to ten inches, three inches later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that reminds me too. It's like uh, where it was um, Friday night. Uh, mm-hmm. I was I was watching. Uh, I think it was uh, well here our local Fox channel, Fox Forty Three. Um, they were talking about the weather, and mm-hmm. uh, they're like, "Oh, you know, it's going to be too warm for any snow to develop." But it's <laughs> you know it's developing up in the higher sky and and but by the time it reaches us in the ground it won't even be snow it'll be rain and I wake yep. up the following morning to two inches of snow on you yep. know and I'm like you got to be kidding me <laughs> yep you know yep. I want to be a weatherman when I grow up Troy I'll tell you man those guys have it made yeah they just look at a radar and guess and if they're <laughs> wrong oh well. You know yeah. what? I don't even have to look at a radar, I think. I'm just going to go yeah. outside and be like, yeah, it's going to be cold. It's definitely eh, probably some snow. It feels cold today. Yeah. There's a good chance there'll be some snow, but you know what? There's also a good chance there won't be. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it might snow. It might not. Yeah. You know? yeah. Be prepared in case it does. Yep, that's right. Bring your umbrella, but eh, you know what? Be ready for the beach. It looks so. sunny, but it might rain. <laughs> That's right. The sun will be out there. It's just a matter of if it'll be behind clouds or in front of them. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Stay tuned for the end of the night to see what happens. There we go. We can do our own Stay Tuned uh, news channel. Absolutely. That's a great idea, you know? Will the sun be behind the clouds today or not? There we we'll go. find out at 11 o'clock this evening. <laughs> I can tell you right now, once nightfall comes, there's a good chance the sun won't be there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think we've said it all. (laughs) I think we have. Uh, But, yeah. um, So that's, uh, you know, that's this week. That's all I have. What do you think? That, yeah, I think we, I think we did enough uh, digging this week. (laughs) We did enough damage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yes. if if we see any uh, crazy streams going on where people are looking for old TV shows and cartoons, we know where it happened. You know it. You know it. Uh, I'll tell you what, and I might be one of them. You know, you yeah. got me. You got me intrigued with the Airwolf. I wonder how that stands up to today. I know. You know, I, know, cause I, ha- I haven't watched them in so long that yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, I'm sure the explosions probably look terrible. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> All so right. I wonder, well, you, I wonder if you can find that anywhere. Oh, I'm like sure you can. You got to be able yeah. to YouTube that. Yeah, I'd yeah. be willing to bet. <laughs> so, okay. All right. Well, good deal. I think then, this is a good uh, spot to wrap it up. I think so. So, hey, it was great talking with you and uh, and catching up and reminiscing and uh, absolutely. And uh, well, we'll look forward to uh, chatting again next week. So, until right. then, stay tuned. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.